Hans and Scotty, 97.5, DKSL Sports Zone, Super Bowl just 48 hours away. Are we doing recipes today? I mean, we, we got them coming up on social media. But. That, that's what I was thinking. I don't know if we try to do a tandem release. I know that Nate Dowdle, our boss, he's got everything edited. And Scotty and I have both uh, filmed our Super Bowl recipes. We made them. And so you'll get to see it through the film. But just kind of a different twist on our Super Bowl recipes. Yes. Yep. And uh, did Nate tell you his plans for next year? No. Ooh. Let's just say live TV. Well, I'm excited for that, too. I don't know. You and me on live TV. Well, I'm going to make sure that all of my kids are in their rooms and tucked away. <laughs> I think they need to be in the live studio audience. Oh, my kids, man. They bust my chops. I, I told Nate, I'm so sorry. Because all they did, they just sat there and made fun of me. And, you know, I'm old and I guess I'm out of touch and... Uh, they they thought it was funny that I was trying to act like a chef. Although they see me cooking nonstop. Although it didn't seem like they were complaining when they were devouring <laughs> them. Yeah, exactly. They were sure there to eat the food. Yeah. They weren't talking then. So we will. We'll have those recipes up and ready for you. Scotty's wings and my skillet nachos. Thing is, you are very, you're more, you're more, um, Willing to share your your info. Yeah. I'm a little bit more secretive. Yeah, info's out there. But you've got that proprietary blend that you well, I mean, come on. We don't, we don't mess around with the wings. All right. Hans and Scotty, this is 97.5, the EKSL Sports Zone. Joining us now, NFL writer for CBS Sports, John Breach, who's been kind enough to hang out with us throughout the last uh, several weeks of the NFL season and in the playoffs. And now, John, you're down in Vegas, right? I am in Vegas. I feel like I live here after uh, spending the past six nights in Vegas, which, by the way, I do not recommend anyway. I think four nights is the yep. maximum for any sane human being. There, There is a number, and I've said this, we, we cover a lot of events down there. There is a there is a number where you hit, and, you know, Vegas is great, for 24 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours, and then after that you just want to take a shower and hug your kids and, and say you're sorry for being gone because it, it just puts a stink <laughs> on you. Absolutely. Now I'm just staring at the clock waiting for the Super Bowl to kick off. So I got to know this, John, just because it's such a unique event and the biggest sporting event of them all coming to Vegas. It's already expensive. You can't get a hotel room. You got to pay for parking. How crazy is it in Super Bowl week in Vegas right now? Uh, I would say it's bonkers. I, I would probably went to Vegas once a year from like 2010 to 2018. So I have a pretty good idea of what kind of atmosphere the city usually has. But it is even more jam-packed than usual, if you can even imagine that. Uh, There's Lombardi trophies all up and down the strip. There's a giant mural on the side of Caesars Palace. Uh, CBS Sports has a giant set in front of the Bellagio. So, I mean, the whole city has just been super bowled out. And there is a little bit more of an electric atmosphere, which, again, it's Vegas, so you expect that. But it's definitely been ramped up this week. Hmm. Well, a lot of attention on this game, certainly with the uh, you know with the Chiefs back and a rematch against the San Francisco 49ers from a few years ago. Um, I want to go back a little bit in terms of the field that you know San Francisco was dealing with at, at UNLV. Has that all been resolved, or what's what, how did how did how did that shake out? Yeah, I, I, it was resolved in that the 49ers stayed there in practice and stopped complaining about it. But I do not think they were happy with the situation. And basically, what happened is that. 
the NFL put down grass, natural grass over UNLV's practice field, which is field turf, uh, and it, that didn't work out. So I don't know if maybe they didn't test it out enough beforehand, but the turf was too soft for the 49ers' liking. Uh, you know, you want firmer turf so that you can run faster, so you can practice at the speed you're going to play. And, yeah, to my knowledge, it did not get corrected, but Kyle Shanahan had said on Tuesday, we're just going to deal with it. It is what it is. We're not going to get playing. We have to practice before this game. So, yeah, they just kind of sucked it up and, and practiced all week and just lived with it. What a wild Super Bowl and some crazy storylines. This Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift thing has blown this thing up into the stratosphere. Have you liked the coverage of this? Does it feel organic to you or does it feel a little bit manufactured? I would say it's about 60-40 organic. It definitely does feel like there is a little manufacturing of the coverage. But I will say, for instance, at media night on Monday, uh, you know, you're seeing entertainment outlets instead of just sports outlets. Maybe your Inside Edition or your Extra, where you have kind of the tabloid shows that maybe – don't do as much at a Super Bowl, but now they want to ask Travis Kelsey about Taylor Swift. They want to ask Patrick Mahomes about Taylor Swift. They want to ask Andy Reid about Taylor They want to ask everyone about Taylor Swift. So you are definitely seeing a lot more Taylor Swift. But that being said, there's a lot of people here. I've seen some uh, homemade shirts with Taylor Swift in a Chiefs jersey. There's just – so I do think that it overall has been good, even if some of the coverage probably feels like it has been manufactured. Do you get the sense from Chiefs, whether it even Travis Kelsey himself – um, or just players or coaches that they're annoyed by the whole thing? Not the fact that he's dating Taylor Swift, but just the attention that's coming their way because of it. I will say that as far as the Chiefs go, it honestly feels like they're fully embracing it. Now, if this goes into next season and maybe Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift get married and this is just questions they're going to have to deal with for the rest of Kelsey's career, that's one thing. But it really feels like, especially because they've been so good in the postseason, if you look at, uh, go back to December when Travis Kelsey was really struggling and you kind of heard that chatter, is it because Taylor Swift is a distraction? Is that the problem? But then Kelsey blew up in the playoffs. He's had three huge games and that chatter has been put to bed. So it really seems like uh, Patrick Mahomes happily answered questions, uh, embraced the questions, uh, gave his favorite Taylor Swift song. So yeah, I think that right now the Chiefs are happy to be at the Super Bowl answering any questions you have for them. So I know we've got a couple of great teams and, you know, they've definitely built into what they've become. And I've seen the lines move, but right now San Francisco is a point and a half favorite. I love Jeff Saturday. I played a couple of years with Jeff Saturday with the Colts. So I love Jeff and Jeff was trying to point out to everybody. Yeah, that's not, that's not how it is. John, there's no way that the Chiefs are an actual underdog in this game. Is there? It really blows my mind because, hey, we turned in our picks uh, for CBS Sports today, and everyone picked the Chiefs. I think we have eight different writers who all picked the Chiefs. But then talking to a couple of casino operators, uh, the four biggest bets that I've kind of heard of this week, there's been a million-dollar bet and a couple uh, three half million or $500,000 bets, and all four of those are on the 49ers. So it does feel like – uh, the sharp money, I guess you would say, is on the 49ers, and everybody else is slamming the Chiefs. So it is definitely a, an interesting dynamic. But just coming from someone, you know, we, we watch the NFL. So it, with the betting aside, I feel like the Chiefs, I totally agree with you. It does not feel like they should be the underdog in this game. Mm. Not a chance. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> it doesn't. yeah I, I mean, you've got Brock Purdy that's sitting over there. He's going to be good for at least two big mistakes in this game, isn't he? Yeah, that's one thing is that, look, you have Kyle Shanahan, who has fairly or not kind of earned the reputation of 
melting down in key situations in big games, uh, whether it's the Falcon Super Bowl, whether it's the last Super Bowl between these two teams. You have Brock Purdy, who didn't look good during the first half of either of the first two playoff games. There just seems to be so many question marks about how this team is going to handle the big moment. And look, we've seen the pressure of the Super Bowl get to quarterbacks, especially when they're making their first career start. So, yeah, I mean, Brock Purdy throwing two interceptions or getting strip sacked in the first half, none of that would be surprising to me at all. What do you think's gotten into the Chiefs' defense during the late part of the season and into the playoffs? It, it really just seems like they're kind of motivated by the fact that they're kind of the unit carrying the team. That the Chiefs' defense for most of Patrick Mahomes' career has just been an afterthought because the Chiefs were scoring 40 points a game and blowing everyone out, and it didn't matter if the defense was good or not. But this year, if they didn't have a good defense, this team might not be in the Super Bowl. You know, you're only holding the Ravens to 10 points, huge performance against an electrifying offense. So it just seems like they have very good players, Chris Jones, and then you have Steve Spagnuolo, who, who's probably – uh, I mean, the way he's been coaching, the defensive game plans he's come up with, I mean, holding the Dolphins to seven points, slowing down Josh Allen, uh, just completely shutting down the Ravens offense. It's really – he's had a masterpiece this postseason. I think that's been a big part of their success. Well, that was his biggest part of that masterpiece is what he did to Baltimore, keeping Lamar Jackson inside the pocket, kept him under 60 yards rushing, kept him under one or under two touchdowns uh, for passing and and really limited the the league MVP. Uh, what kind of defensive scheme do you expect against Brock Purdy? Do you expect a lot of pressures? Do you expect some zones with what Purdy has running out in the field to throw to? How do you attack this San Francisco 49ers offense? That is a very good question. I feel like this is going to go one of two ways. Where, where they played the Ravens, uh, Spagnuolo threw a couple the exotic blitzes. He's sending his defensive backs. He's trying to confuse Lamar Jackson. And I could certainly see him doing something similar to Purdy. But Purdy has been really good against the blitz this year. But it really, to me, I feel like Christian McCaffrey is kind of the key to the 49ers offense. If he gets going on the ground, that's going to take a lot of pressure off of Brock Purdy. So I could see a situation where uh, Spagnuolo says, all right, we're just going to load guys up front. We're not going to let Christian McCaffrey beat us. And, uh, you know, if, if Brock Purdy throws for 375 yards, then so be it. But I don't think it's going to happen. So I, I think they're going to focus on sl- slowing down McCaffrey. Hmm. So overall, when you look at this game and you try to make your prediction and try to evaluate what you're going to see here, how do you, how do you uh, look into the crystal ball? How does this thing play out? Well, I wasn't one of the guys who bet 500000 on the 49ers. Uh, I think you hit the nail on the head earlier with Curry making a couple big mistakes. I could see this being a one or two turnover game for him. I do not think Patrick Mahomes is going to make many mistakes. He has been on the big stage too often. And the Chiefs offense has just turned it on uh, really in the postseason. They, they worked great during the regular season. They worked really good. I think they're going to be able to move the ball against the 49ers. I think the Chiefs' defense is going to have some success against the 49ers. I think the Chiefs win by double digits. Is that crazy? Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. That, I hope not. But, I, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I could absolutely see it, but I hope not. Hey, John, I was talking to Scotty yesterday about this. I want to throw it at you. Is there any way Andy Reid at age 65 staying teamed up with Patrick Mahomes? Let's say they win this one. And they're able to continue the continuity and building. Is there any way you could see Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes 
passing Belichick and Tom Brady for the greatest combo, the greatest team and greatest dynasty ever? Uh, you know, if you would have asked me that last year, I would have thought it's a little crazy. But now you're looking at this is the worst offense the Chiefs have ever had with Patrick Mahomes, and they're still in the Super Bowl. And you still have Andy Reid, you still have Mahomes. If they get this third Super Bowl on Sunday, now you're halfway to the six that Brady and Belichick got. And it seems very realistic. And not just that, but you start looking at the all-time wins record in the NFL where Belichick was chasing Don Shula. Well, Belichick's to be out of the NFL next year, and Andy Reid could pick up a ton of wins there. So maybe he gets to that record before Belichick, if Belichick even gets there. So, yeah, I absolutely do think so. And I, you know, There's been some retirement chatter with Andy Reid. That would blow my mind if that happened, because I think he's going to stay as long as Patrick Mahomes does. And if they're together another 10 years, there's no reason they can't top the uh, Belichick-Brady number. Hey, uh, you see this story? Did, uh, did a Chiefs fan get in the 49er hotel room and uh, hit the uh, fire alarm? I did see the fire alarm. I did not know or hear that it was a Chiefs fan, but if it is, that is, you think security would be on the lookout for anyone wearing a Chiefs logo uh, down there? Because it's not, they're, they're so far out of the way. It's not like you can just sneak up on that hotel and go pull the fire alarm. People would see you coming from a mile away because they're about 20 miles off the strip. Uh, so, yeah, if a Chiefs fan got to that, uh, you know, it's all fair and love and war, right? Yeah. Hey, John, I wanted to get your thoughts on what you made of the defensive player of the year. I, I was going through this with Scotty. The numbers heavily lean towards T.J. Watt, and I can't make any sense of how that didn't go to T.J. Watt. It ended up in Miles Garrett's hands. What, what do you think that statement is? What do you think that award is? And, and why did it end up in Garrett's hands? It blows my mind with that one. We actually did our own CBS sports polling, uh, and T.J. Watt won. I voted for T.J. Watt. I thought T.J. Watt was the most dominant player, defensive player in the NFL this year. And it's really what he does when – you know, we've seen when T.J. Watt is injured and he misses a game. Uh, I think he's missed 12 games in his career. The Steelers are 1-11. He just amps up that defense. They play at a different level when T.J. Watt's out there. He leads the NFL in sacks. And I honestly thought he should have been a shoo-in. So I, I, this, the fact that – not that it was just close, but the fact that Garrett won kind of blew my mind. And I know Miles Garrett really started the season off hot, but to me it just kind of slowed down as the season went on. And it felt like he might fall out of the conversation, but that didn't happen. So I do feel like the AP writers have generally done a good job with the Defensive Player of the Year award, but I do agree with you. I think they blew it this year. All right, before we let you go, uh, Lloyd just sent us a uh, picture of a uh, of a jacket you were wearing down there for Vegas. Is that uh, did you have to have that made, or did you find that on the strip somewhere? Where did that where did that suit jacket come from? Well, I told my wife that I was going to find the most absurd jacket I could uh, and take it to Vegas, and she said, that's fine, but you are not allowed to wear it at home. So I found it online. I got it here. It was a three-piece suit, but the rest of it didn't make it, unfortunately. Uh, so I only got to unveil the jacket, and I've been wearing it every day, and people loved it. Some people are saying they love it. I've also uh, had a couple of people tell me it's the ugliest thing they've ever seen. So it's, right, you know, right in the middle. Oh, I love it. I know I like it a lot. I'd like, like it. The I don't know who the dude is next to you wearing the flamingo jacket. You got him beat. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a coworker, and I was like, "Hey, if the Super Bowl's in Miami. That's a great outfit." But we're yeah. in Vegas, buddy. <laughs> There's no flamingos in Vegas, man. There's no water there. But, <laughs> hey, uh, hey, maybe he was staying at the Flamingo Hotel. I'll have to ask. Yeah, him. there you go. There you go. Hey, John, as a seasoned veteran of Vegas, me, Scotty, our producer back there, Lloyd. We've uh, spent a lot of time in Vegas. I'm going to give you a strong bit of advice. There is a buffet at the end of Fremont Street 
that it has oxtail soup as its select item, I'm going to just give you some advice. Stay the hell away from that buffet because I got violently ill. The oxtail soup was terrible, and it was the worst $2.50 I've ever spent for a buffet. That is amazing. So the the moral of the story, do not go to a $2.50 buffet. Yeah. On Fremont Street. All right. I, I will remember that one. Pretty much all you need to hear is Fremont Street and just stay away That's from that. That's my best advice for you, yeah. John. Hey, John, we well, appreciate it, man. Thanks for hanging out with us. Enjoy the game, and uh, we look forward to chatting with you again here soon. Yep. As always, thanks for having me, guys. You're great, John. Thanks. John Breach, right here on 97.5, the EKSL Sports Zone again, NFL rider for CBS Sports, a part of the Pick 6 pod. Still can't believe we hit that stupid buffet. What a terrible idea. That was not one of our better moments. Oh, man, I was, I was so sick. And I, they had syrup as a side item for the oxtail soup, which I still can't figure it out. But I did put syrup on it, and it didn't help. didn't me. help. <laughs> it was so bad. I was trying to break up uh, saltines and, and drop saltines in the soup. I don't I did everything I could. Just, how did we even make it there? I can't even remember how we even entered into that place. Well, because we were coming from the convention center. But holy smokes, how we ended up down in Fremont? Didn't, did we stay at the D? No, we day tripped it. Yeah, that was an in and out. We didn't stay there. I, I we didn't stay there. Yeah, we no. did day trip it. Yeah, I don't know how we ended up at that trash. It, when when you and I had maybe a year or two before partaking of the oh, best buffet that aria buffet they still have our pictures up as like an fbi most wanted oh like yeah. if these guys show up do not let them in there's like there's like 15 dudes that cheated on blackjack and then there's scotty and i yes they're like two dudes died in the filming of deadliest catch <laughs> because they had to go get more crab <laughs> after these guys wrecked us <laughs> they said it's the most crabs that they've ever seen uh, anyways, I'm telling you, I'm just glad that we had a good buffet before we tried that garbage oxtail soup buffet. Yeah. And I love John Breach. He's a personality. Yeah. And and I and I'm glad that he agrees with me. I I still can't believe it. Like where were the writers? Wh- where were their heads? What are they thinking? You think if did their votes even count? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do you think the NFL just swooped in and said, "Yes, I do." Said, no, 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 this is what we're going to do here. Yes, I do. Yeah, much like Lloyd Cole on a movie bracket, they decided who. Whoa, the was whoa, whoa, be. whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't, don't bring me into this. <laughs> yeah, I'm going full conspiracy theory on this. Yes. I wonder if they'll release how people voted. They should, and people should be attacked. Are you? I'll tell you. Like, I don't want somebody getting canceled for a lot of things, but voting the way they voted. Yes. Probably deserve to lose well, your vote. At the very minimum, let's put a camera in their face and see why. Yeah. Just say, okay, tell me why. Well, he's got better abs. Okay. Well, then I guess if that's, if your, that's, if that's what our. If that's your criteria. If that's our voting criteria, Miles Garrett does have fantastic abs. No question about it. Big thanks to John Breach. Could you imagine being in Vegas? No, right now? no, no, thank you. It makes me horrified to think of being down there right now. No, thank you. Where 
clowns are running around in Kansas City gear pulling fire alarms in 49ers. Okay. Now, I don't know if that's actually – there was a I fire alarm. Pulled, that's an ESPN story. No, it's a story. I just was saying maybe it's a 49er fan or a Chiefs oh, fan. Oh, it doesn't say it, that it doesn't in the say, story? No. They, in <laughs> fact, the hotel says that it was a, a glitch in the system or something like that. I don't know, man. I like the 49ers. Or I like the Chiefs fan theory. Uh, you know what? The more I'm thinking about this, the more I'm thinking that I'm going to take the 49ers in this game. Well, because it's just oh, not the obvious pick. When John told us where the big money is laying, yeah, I know. Big money is not typically wrong. No, no. When you get the million dollar, big money gets info. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm not talking about Drake big money because that guy's just terrible at picks. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the guys that do it for a living. The guys that do it for a living. Yeah. I'm not even talking about Mattress Mac type money. No, no, no. Mattress Mac is, all he does is hedge. He yeah. just hedge. He's a yeah. leverage guy. And then he gets attention. Gets a ton of attention. His business gets attention. He he sells a ton of furniture and puts a lot of money on the line. Not that kind of money. We're talking about the guys with no names that walk in with a million dollars and put it down yep. on the 49ers. And, and keep their mouth shut. I'm with you. I think it's going to be San Fran. All right, 126, Hans and Scotty. We're live here at Minky Couture. Sandy's with us. And, uh, Sandy, you know, there's so many great things about these blankets. and So many great things. I need people to get as hyped about a blanket as you guys are about the Super Bowl. I know, right? <laughs> I know. We're I'm, fired up. It's so fun. I'm trying to contain myself. You guys, you, you get the family together, have a little party? Oh, yeah. Everybody's w- under their blankets watching the game? Yep. We've got a big one, a big party. And... It's funny because we're usually all about one team, but this year I'm we're split. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that got, makes it even more fun. Oh, I know. I said I'm looking forward to, you know, the the boys just giving each other a little bit of yeah. Heat. So, all right. So, before we get into the blankets, what's your Super Bowl like food of choice? Like, what do you, what do you? Well, do you know what I'm doing this year? Because it's Super Bowl. I'm sure this is not original. Obviously, I heard it somewhere. I'm just having each family bring their favorite soup. Oh, really? So it's soup. super yeah. bowl. You know what I'm I bowl. like it. I like it. <laughs> and then a lot of finger foods and fun stuff, you know. I'll bet you got a heck of a party. Oh, we, yeah. I'll we bet do you guys party put on a spread. Big. Yep. We have lots of good food and lots of razzing and lots of blankets and I love it. Just lots of fun. Well, that's the thing, because you, uh, when you get a blanket from Minky Couture, you can use it for so many things. You can put it on the bed at night. You can watch a game underneath it. You can use it as an accent point in the room and decoration. I mean, it's so exactly, versatile. Exactly. Exactly. In fact, Saturday and Sunday, we're having a huge Super Bowl um, promo that's all red and goldish and, and silver and black blankets for each team. It's funny. They both do the kind of the red. They're different tones of red. But, yeah, we're going to do a big special. Um, have you, because I gave my wife a gift. It was the all-weather Minky Couture game time blanket. Yeah, this everywhere bag. The everywhere the bag. Blanket. And it's, yeah, yeah, it's got yeah. kind of a hoodie. Yep. Yes, And on the you're inside. able to hook your fingers mm-hmm. into the corners of the blanket and pull mm-hmm. it around you. And it's weatherproof on the outside, but it's a minky. Yes, and it's she minky was with going. Did she love it? Bonker. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, yep. You know, we've got, we, we're constantly at games. At games. And, yeah. and so being <laughs> That's able to, just what it's for. Yeah, being able to wrap up in that. This is a great Valentine's Yes, it's idea. great. And you know what? Our next order that I just placed uh, probably a month ago, I did um, blues for BYU and Utah State. Kind of a, picked a middle blue and a bright red for 
the U, and I just is and purple for Weebish State. So I did all the team colors. Um, it's going to be so fun. In our sweet. next batch, but they've been a hit, and they're great. It's called the Everywhere Blanket, and they got a little pocket on the outside. You can put your five dollars, yeah. <laughs> you know, your treat money or your credit card or your parking pass. They're so great. Yeah. I love them. Really, you knocked we're it out good. of the park those on that. Should, those should fly off Thanks. the shelf. And that's what's really cool is that you've diversified so many things here with the robes and, and the bags and everything that goes scarves. along with it. Scarves. I mean, it's really mm-hmm. cool. But right now, 55% off. That's 55% the- off anything regular price. We do have some some specially priced items um, here and there in each store. It's kind of a different variety what they have. You know, because we have new stuff coming in. Nothing's wrong with our clearance items. We just have to roll them over. And we might have three left or two left of something. And so we just think, let's get them clearanced out and let's bring in the new. So we're excited. We've already got new shipments coming in for 2024. And it's the fun part. Uh, I bet. 55% off. You will not go wrong if you come here, grab a blanket, and give it to your wife for Valentine's Day. You will be a hero. Trust me on this. It's all courtesy of Mika Couture, 55% off, up and down the Wasatch Front, any of the store locations. You can also go online, but I suggest you just go into a store. You just go into a store. Don't if cut it they close. have one, don't. Yeah. This is the biggest thing with men. They assume they have one. They don't want another one. Are you kidding? They want two yes. or three. Oh, yeah. And they would love it in one of these cute boxes and with some hugs and kisses. I just think... Literally, I hear it all the time. I have five, but I have to have one more. These boxes are next level. Yeah, those are They're so be cool. So fun for for your wife or girlfriend to be able to open up that box and see yeah, all that see fuzzy goodness inside. inside. It's great. Yeah, it's going to be fun. We're up here in Layton. Come on by, hang out with us. Real easy to find uh, the old old Navy building. Is that right? Yep, yep. old Navy building right by Target Bar- and on Antelope. Barnes and Noble. Get on down here. We'll be here until three o'clock. It's Hans and Scotty, ninety-seven five, the KSL Sports Zone. This is this is DJ and PK. Okay, so you got them last time at Delta Center. That's a poll question for another day. The Delta Center or Delta Center? What do they want? They've asked me to drop the the, so I'm going to. Because? Nobody asked me. They don't care what I think. I just like that it bugs you. Okay. <laughs> talking to a guy I work with. He said, I was up early driving somewhere. I had you guys on. PK was cracking me up. He's giving you such a hard time. But I agree <laughs> with you. It's the Delta Center. But it was still hilarious. <laughs> I love that you've thought about it. Well, I have to. You keep bringing it up. I don't give a crap what they call it. It makes no difference to me. I care about what goes on the floor during the game. Catch DJ Rings from 6 to 10. Presented by Murdoch Chevrolet. Proudly serving Utah since 1926. On 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. It's time to saddle up and talk about the winners and the losers. This is the good, the bad, and the ugly. Now, here's the good. It's the good, it's the bad, it's the ugly, all brought to you by RGS Exteriors. We're going to be out there next week hanging out with Tim and the crew. RGS Exteriors and Construction, obsessed with quality results. Hans, we'll start with the good. It looks like uh, Brian Johnson's found himself a new home. Well, I'm becoming a Commanders fan for a little bit. I'm hoping that Brian Johnson and, and whoever else is responsible for the offensive side of that ball can get something going. What I don't understand is to what capacity yet. We, yeah. I, I have not seen an official label. Have you? Nope. Nope. 
So, Brian Johnson, uh, this came out from Jeremy Fowler. He tweeted out, the commanders are expected to hire former Eagles offensive coordinator Brian Johnson to a prominent offensive staff role per source. Johnson, who guided Philly's offense last year, interviewed for several head coaching jobs. But here's what's crazy. He was the OC for one year and then was the, the staff was let go. Well, he, the offensive staff was let go. And so there you go. I mean, Brian Johnson, who was a prominent name and a big-time factor and built a Super Bowl – helped build a Super Bowl quarterback as a quarterback's coach and did so many things. And yeah. got put in that OC role, and then it's the same thing what happened when he got put in the OC role at the University of Utah. And that was hard to watch then, and this is hard to watch now. But he's landed with the commanders – and I hope he gets his feet under him. Yeah, no and, doubt. And, and I hope that this doesn't become like, okay, he's had two shots to be an OC, and his play calling isn't quite up to par. Can it ever be up to par? And then you got all these questions. Because I didn't feel that was about Brian Johnson's offensive calls no. last year. No. That, no. that come apart was about something much bigger. Uh, you know who, who was pretty vocal about it on Media Row was actually Britton Covey. Maybe we'll play some of his comments, maybe in Sports Roulette coming up a little bit later on. He was interviewed about what went wrong down the stretch. And uh, I was almost like, hey, Britton, maybe. On Media Row? Yeah. So he's down at the Super Bowl? Yeah, probably hawking some product for yeah, somebody. Sure. And they, well, yeah, we need to play that. Yeah. I haven't even heard that. Yeah. So uh, I'll send that off to you, Lloyd, and we can uh, work that into Sports Roulette. But it was uh, Pretty fascinating, and you know, as Britain usually says, pretty detailed. Uh, I just am a little worried about Britain and his role on that team, how that's going to go over in the locker room. Well, I want to listen. Yep. All right, there's your good. Let's get to the bad. Now the bad. Well, New York Jet owner Woody Johnson went on a bit of a tirade as he was interviewed outside of the NFL Honors Awards show. Speaking publicly for the first time, said he is angry because of the team's 7-10 and 10 finish and essentially uh, issued a playoff mandate for his head coach and his GM. Said the decisions I've made in the last months, they've seen me about as mad as I can be with what's going on with the offense in particular. Uh, we have all this talent. We have to deploy talent properly. So I think they all got the message. This is it. This is the time to go. We have to produce this year. We have to be a lot better than seven wins, obviously. Um, and then he talked a little bit about the offensive shakeup, what they're doing in terms of bringing in the offense, uh, new coordinators and such. He said, he goes, our defense, we're good. Our special teams, good. It's offense, offense, offense. And then was asked specifically what needs to be better on the offensive side. He said, well, we need a backup quarterback. We obviously didn't have one last year. Oh, Man, that's such a shot. Why do you have to do that? I know. So you're talking about all the things that went wrong with your offense last year, and you're going to point out Zach Wilson. That's you, where you're going. Why do you got to do that? You know, you're trying to keep that product worth something. I know. Yeah. I mean, you you hope to be able to trade him. That would be nice. Because obviously you've you've severed ties with him here. I mean, you can't. You If I'm Zach Wilson – and I'm the agent of Zach Wilson, I'm on the phone saying, look, you better find a way for me to get out of this place. Because if that's what the owner thinks of me, then I don't want to be here. Yeah, I'm not going to be a camp. There's no way I can't be a camp after a comment like that. The team was already starting to fall apart with Zach Wilson, and now the team looks at that from the owner, and they're like, okay, yeah, well, he's got a point. 
if that would have came from Jim Ursay when I, when I was playing with the Colts, and they had Peyton, Peyton Manning, much like the Jets had Aaron Rodgers, and Peyton goes down, and I don't know, but Brock Heward yeah. steps in and and takes the role, and Jim Ursay delivers the comment at the end of the season. Well, we didn't have a backup quarterback. Everybody falls apart on it. It's like, oh, I guess Brock can't be a leader. I guess Brock can't make it at this level. I guess he can't be a quarterback that leads a team. That's just a crappy thing to say. No, yeah. And if I'm the GM, I'm like, man, okay, look, put me on blast. That's fine. But when you go after a player that we're actively trying to move or negotiate something with to try to either bring him back or get him, you know, into a place where we can get some assets back from for him, you just you you just killed me. You just completely cut my you know what off. Yeah. And there's like just Thanks a lot. There's nothing I can do now. I I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I it's like a a chef who's sitting there cooking a bowl of chili cooks it up and then he's trying to sell it and says well i had a bottle of palm olive fall in it <laughs> okay well i don't want the chili then man it's really good despite the fact i cut my thumb and i bled all over it <laughs> i lost a band-aid in there somewhere <laughs> you can clean the floor with it i, I what are you doing yeah are you dumb and, I, and it makes me feel bad for zach yeah Wilson, he, i hope Look, he needs to go somewhere where uh, look the media scrutiny is going to be intense wherever because you know it's an NFL team. But it'd be nice for him to be able to go somewhere where he can just kind of lay low for a bit, really focus in on his craft, stay away from the limelight. People have asked me if we'll ever see Zach Wilson play a prominent role at the quarterback position in the NFL. Again. Yes, I would say that the chances of it are tumbling off a cliff. Because with these comments and and the time that passes and what you end up having to push through on a trade and where he ends up, it's going to take the right timing and the right coordinator. It's going to take those two things. Can he? Yes, he can. Will he at this point? It's getting less and less likely because the timing in the league is just wild. I do think there will be something for him. He'll get another shot somewhere. I just don't know where that's going to be. And I hope when he gets it, he blows it up. Yep. All right. Uh, Let's get to the ugly. And, of course, the ugly. Well, Scotty, O.J. Simpson has been diagnosed with prostate cancer, according to Local 10 News. Publication cites sources for the reporting, and they go on to say O.J. has been receiving chemotherapy in the area. Unclear when exactly he was given the bad news, but he's dealing with health issues. He's been seen walking around with a cane and... You can see in the videos that he's putting out that he is visibly unhealthy. But the once great running back, then turned acquitted murderer, O.J. Simpson, dealing with some terrible, terrible health. There's a few things I want to say. The floor is all yours. No, no, no. I. The mic is yours, Scotty. Stop it. Um, Say what's in your heart. (laughs) Be peace. Be peace. Uh, Yeah, that's uh, got to suck for him. That's that's too bad. How is he still in the news? I can't even even believe it. He's such a scumbag. Yeah. He's a lowlife. I mean, hey, look. He's a murderer. If you if you don't believe in uh, if you don't believe in karma, maybe you do now. 
Yeah, that could be the case. The, the fact that he's out rolling around free after holding people hostage by gunpoint to take back his what he called his stuff. Oh, man. And, and the Brown family that is missing a daughter and has probably been paid back pennies upon the, oh, yeah. the civil judgment that they were awarded. Yeah, I'm sure they've gotten very little back because they couldn't touch his NFL pension. Can't touch the pension. Yeah. All right, 146, a little whole world news coming up next. Hans and Scotty, this is 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone, out and about today here at Minky Couture. We'll talk to Sandy coming up here in a minute, but I want you guys to come on down here. We're up in Layton. I've got a bunch of candy left. So you can come on by, grab some jazz gear, grab some candy. I got Snickers bars, Kit Kats, M&Ms, peanut butter cups, Kit Kats, Twix. Yeah, come grab some. Come candy. on, I want, I want you to load up on this stuff, and then go grab yourself a blanket, and then know that your Valentine's Day is done. You're good. That's all you got to do. You're done. It's very easy. It's real easy. We're up in Layton on Antelope Drive, um, just uh, in the right next to the Barnes and Noble, the Target. Real easy to find. Stop by, hang out with us. Fifty-five percent off. Fifty-five percent off these blankets, guys. Just come in, take a look at the selection. You're going to find a tiger print, or a leopard print, or a giraffe print. Or a gorilla print. Cheetah. A cheetah print. You're going to find something that fits your wild bedroom. <laughs> I don't I don't. I got and lost. You were worried about me in this segment, Lloyd. <laughs> I got lost. <laughs> build, yeah. build your jungle. With <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> we're going to stop now. Hands and Scotty, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. <laughs> This is this is DJ and PK. Okay, so you got them last time at Delta Center. That's a poll question for another day. The Delta Center or Delta Center? What do they want? They've asked me to drop the the, so I'm going to. Because? Nobody asked me. They don't care what I think. I just like that it bugs you. Okay. <laughs> talking to a guy I work with. He said, I was up early driving somewhere. I had you guys on. PK was cracking me up. He's giving you such a hard time. But I agree with you. It's the Delta Center. But it was still hilarious. <laughs> I love that you've thought about it. Well, I have to. You keep bringing it up. I don't give a crap what they call it. (laughs) (laughs) It makes no difference to me. I care about what goes on the floor during the game. Catch DJ and PK. Mornings from 6 to 10. Presented by Murdoch Hyundai. Utah's number one Hyundai dealer for 16 years in a row. On 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. It's time to span the globe for the hard-hitting news you care about. Well, not really. But hey, at least we found it interesting. This is Whole World News on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. We've got, got the, the whole world in our hands. You got the And Scotty, 97.5, DKSL Sports Zone. Hey, uh, Hans, um, I know it's almost Valentine's Day, and I know we're talking about love. Mm-hmm. And I know you love love. I do. But I do have a story about how love apparently went wrong. Oh. We're going to go to Albany, New York. Um, Albany Police Department has arrested Michael Green, 49 years old, after he allegedly slashed the front tires of a victim's car with an unknown cutting instrument between 10 a.m. and 4.40 p.m. um, outside of a Episcopal church. Hmm. So, number one, you shouldn't be uh, slashing anybody's tires. 
Numbers two, it probably shouldn't be an ex-girlfriend. And number three, you should not pro- you probably should not be the pastor of that church. Oh, is he the pastor? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's had it. Uh, When reached on Wednesday, Green said the incident was a, quote, simple misunderstanding that will be resolved soon. I don't know if you can talk about slashing tires as a pastor of a church as being a simple miscommunication. Oh, man. Apparently, this was a relationship that went sour. Uh, She broke up with the the man of the cloth uh, a few weeks prior. She showed up at church to, uh, because it's still her church, you know, she's still going to go to church. And uh, he decided that he would take matters into his own hands. Well, if I'm him at this point, I just make up some statement about how she came into confessional and confessed to hurting a bunch of puppies and is just an awful person. Uh, You know, like I would come up with some reason why I slashed the tires and I'd put her on blast. That's the only way is the only way that I could explain that away is if I could convince people that it was the the right thing to do yeah it was the only thing to do at that point yeah it was was how could i have not done that it was a justified incident yes because what woman that kicks puppies on a regular basis doesn't deserve to have her tires slashed and you know giving her 10 hell marys was not enough no she needed those tires to be cut up and then i would and then i would go to the old the lord told me to do it (laughs) i was inspired by a, a heavenly force to make sure that this woman was punished and penalized here on earth. Because there's, otherwise, this guy needs to go to prison. Uh, yeah, well, and he's also he's being... a weirdo. He was a, faces one felony count of criminal mischief, has not entered a plea into the case, which remains open and pending, according to the Albany City Criminal Court. You're a puke. Yeah, you're a puke. Yeah. A man of the cloth. Yep. And a man of the box cutter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was not present on uh, Wednesday for the church is midweek service. So maybe, maybe he's now on his way out too. All right. Hans and Scotty. There you go. Whole world news right here on the zone. Uh, Andy Bailey is going to join us coming up next segment. We'll chat with him. Very good. Get some NBA thoughts from him. One of our favorites, uh, but one of our definite absolute favorites is Sandy. As we were live here at uh, Minky Couture, because Sandy is handing out, little bags of just joy Happiness. with these with these blankets. I mean, they're wrapped now they're boxed in a beautiful box and you can come on down here and if you've been down here before and gotten a blanket and been a hero on Valentine's Day, guess what? You can do it again. And you again can, and again. For sure. At 100% your wife's not going to be disappointed if she already has one. In fact, she may be more excited. But um, we will run the Zone 55 for today's Friday, tomorrow's Saturday, and today or tomorrow, online Sunday. And those three days, you ought to be able to pick up your gift. I I worry about Sunday because it will be shipped out Monday. There's no guarantee after it leaves the warehouse that it will get there. But lots of times in Utah, it might. And it usually does, but ooh. I'm going to say a very guy thing right now. What, okay. day, what day of the week is Valentine's it's Day? Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay, yeah. A very, a very guy thing. Yeah. Well, you have until Wednesday to come on down here and take advantage of this. Let's get you in here, grab one of these blankets, and let's get you a situation where you can, frankly, be a hero on Valentine's Day. Because let's be honest, nobody is gonna, nobody is gonna be upset when they open up that bag and they see. Uh, Minky Couture blanket in there 
for sure. They're going to be excited and having a little um, kiss with it, a few kisses in a bag and a beautiful box you can reuse and over and over or store things in. It's just a nice heavy box that has a cute red ribbon for Valentine's. I just think... It's a win-win. It is a win-win. I would love that. And it's a definite win when it's 55% off, too. And you mentioned it'll go through Sunday. Yes, it will go through Sunday. Or, yeah, online Sunday. on Sunday, Saturday uh-huh. in stores. Saturday, yeah, today and Saturday in stores. And actually, if you came in Monday, I would. the girls will honor it. I love it. You know what I love? I love watching our listeners come in. I, there's been four or five guys uh-huh. over the last, like, 20 minutes that have, they wander in. And you've got so many great people that come over. Yeah. What you looking for? Hey, we got you. We I know, know, we know you're scared. We literally got you. deer in the headlights because there's so many to choose from. Yeah. They, you they don't want, know which way to go. They want to get the job done and they want to do yeah. the right thing. They're in here They want to be love. a hero. Yes. This poor dude over here looks like he's in Victoria's Secret or something. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I know I'm supposed to be here, but I don't know what I'm doing. And you know what? Those guys that are in the 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, they're not married yet. This is one of those gifts that if you're just dating and you really like each other, but oh, you don't want to yeah. do oh, anything. It's oh. the next step. Yes. <laughs> this is this is a seal the deal kind of thing. But yeah. yeah, but it's not too committed. I mean, it is. I love you, but it's not like marry me. This isn't like a time and all eternity blanket, but it's a, uh, yeah. All right. Well, you don't need to tell them that you got 55% off. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. You want to think you paid full value yeah. and that they would do anything to make you there. Love it. And then if things go sour, you can be like, you know what? I only paid half for that blanket. <laughs> I've literally heard guys that they break up say, okay, we're broke up. I want my blanket back. I want back. my blanket back. <laughs> I have several times. Taking the dog and the blanket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're going to fight for the dog, you're going to fight for the blanket. Well, it's all about the love down here. Come by here. Grab a blanket. Let's get you squared away for Valentine's Day. It's Miki Couture. We're broadcasting live up in Layton, but all the locations up and down the Wasatch Front, you get the same 55% off right here on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.